Ah, what a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth raiders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebet, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. I'm Tim Gilbert. I'm joined by my News Corp colleague, racing journalist Matt Jones, who you'll know from news.com.au, and a special guest appearance, ladies and gentlemen, from Pro Punter, Linton Chataway. Brad's away this week. How are we, boys? G'day, Tim. Today on the show, we'll look at the horses to bet on and why. We'll have a look at Melbourne and Sydney, those quaddies there, and we'll have a best bet of the day. All right, boys, we've got a lot of good racing tomorrow. Of course, $100 from Bluebet on five races. So we'll rip through these. Ramwick race six, the Dali T-Rose Stakes, Matt. Yeah, good race. Um, probably without an absolute standout filly um, like there is most years. Um, I keep going back to Zoo Got You, um, who beat North Star Lass and In Secret um, in the Silver Shadow. And we saw... Um, just how good In Secret was in the run to the Rose. Although In, in Secret didn't get any luck in the Silver Show. It did get held up. So um, I, I, I still thought thought Zugotchi was pretty dominant there. Um, just going back to um, um, North Star Lass v. Willinga Beast in the Furious, I think Willinga Beast would have won had it drawn a better gate, North Star Lass got barrier one. Now, again, North Star Lass has barrier three and Willinga Beast has barrier eight. Um, I'm just banking on hopefully we'll take a bit of a risk here that, that the placings might be able to be reversed and Willinga Beast just gets that little easier time in the first um, 150 metres um, and I'm not giving up on Paris Dior I think you've got to sort of um, you know, in some ways forget a lot of that form two weeks ago in the Furious it was just a horrible day but I just think Zoo gotcha, um timed Barrier five to get the perfect run. $2.40 on blue bet, short, but I'll take it. I'll have the $100 on the favourites who got you to kick things off. Okay, I'm going to stay with Paris Dior. Uh, I know it's a wide gate, but $6.50 on blue bet. I'll smack it straight on the nose. $100 there, Linton. What do you think? Uh, I'm really lining up with Matt on Zugotcha. Um, I just think it was very impressive first up, uh, racing on the pace and beat the smart in secret, who's likely going to start a short price favourite in the Golden Rose next week. So, um, And you simply have to respect James McDonald uh, taking the ride. And I just like these uh, fillies that Chris Waller um, elects to take up to Queensland during the mm. Winter Carnival. Um, yeah. And, I mean, they, they always come back and, and, you know, they generally have a decent future ahead of them. So um, I'm just having $100 on Zugotcha. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have $100 on Zaki, $3.10. I, I think he just wins. He, he knows he's good. And uh, I think race seven, number one, is a good bet, Matt. Oh, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? I'm probably going to be the only form person in the country to say Zaki and Animo won't win. Um, wow. Yes, it might be sound. It might be sounding pretty stupid. I'm probably going to look stupid, but um, this is why it's called gambling. I don't take the risk. Um, I just can't get away with the eighteen dollars. About hinged. Hinged was completely luckless 
first up in the winks. It looked like Fangirl overshadowed the stable mate, but Hinn's just got held up and didn't get a run most of the time um, and only went down by two and a half lengths. Uh, three from three, second up. Loves a wet track. Um, I just think $18 on blue bets over the odds. Um, obviously after, so I'll just have something on her. Um, obviously, Animo I'll have in for second and Zaki for third and Fangirl for fourth, but I'm going to take a big risk here. Probably look a bit silly, but I also might be a hero to a nation if it gets up. Absolutely. And I'm going to have 50 each way unhinged at $18 the win and $3.60 the place. Well, Zaki has some unfinished business in the Cox Plate. Uh, I'm Thunderstruck after the last few weeks. Looks like um, right in there. This is going to be a fantastic race over the next few weeks. But what do you think of uh, this race, Linton? Yeah, I'm going to stick with Animo. Um, and it's not very exciting just going with the favourite. But, um, you know, I just I think James McDonald's sticking is, is as good of a lead as you're going to get there. Mm. Um, and he's had an outstanding career to date, uh, winning group ones as two-year-old, yeah. three-year-old and four-year-old. And look, I just think another group one on the CV is uh, going to look very good uh, for his stallion career. Um, but in saying that, um, as Matt said, um, I think it is a good race to take a risk in as well. Um, you know, look what happened in the Queen Elizabeth uh, last prep. <laughs> um, think it over, just wins. Um, you know, no one was really aware of, or thought it was that good of a winning chance. So um, I think second up for both Saki and Animo, this is the race where um, something like that could lob. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't talk anyone out of having a go at something a bit rougher. Okay, so you're going to stick with uh, with Animo in that one, and will you'll have hundred dollars on the nose. Yes. Okay. Now race eight, and I'm going to stay boring on this, but I've got to stay boring. Thirty eight starts, twenty one wins. He's an absolute champion. This Nakoni Gelding, Chris Waller, James McDonald. I know it's just in the black, but I think it just wins. It's a bit of a preview of the Everest. So nature strip for me, a hundred dollars race eight in the shorts, Maddie. Yeah, I was at Rose Hill last week to watch Nature Strip gallop close up, and he looked the best I've ever seen him look. He looked amazing. Um, I think we're past the stage now. I know know he's, um, what is he, an eight-year-old, and it's taken time, but I think we're past the stage now where he puts in a, a bad run. I think, you know... I think he just comes out and wins. The class gets him home. Um, old mate Eduardo will, will chase hard, no doubt about it. It's a tough race, but because I think that this improving track's going to bring horses into it, like Mars Crusader, who doesn't want it heavy. Um, and, you know, I think there's two in Classic Legend and Lost and Running who, if they get to their peak at the Everest, will be chances in that race, but they need runs, I think. So I think we can sort of put a line through them just now. But I'll go with Nature Strip. Bit boring too. Uh, Marzu in for third. Mars Crusader's been trialling like a bomb, I think. And his day will come over 1,200. But I do think Nature Strip and Eduardo will finish 1-2 with Nature Strip first, Eduardo second. So we'll have 100 on the exacta. Nature Strip okay. Ed to Eduardo. Okay, no, I like it. I like it. What about you, Linton? Uh, I'm going to have $80 a win on Nature Strip. Um, like, obviously, it's not his grand final, um, but I, there's just something about the last two wins um, that he's had. I just think he, he – I mean, it sounds crazy, but he might have gone to another level again. And, um, you know, it's just – he's going to map to get a perfect run here behind Eduardo. Um, Eduardo should cross uh, Nature Strip, and, um, you know, he, he'll have the last crack at them in the straight. Uh, but the other one I just want to have a 
$20 save a bet on is Mazu. Um, he's the one that is the lightest race in the field and we just don't know where his ceiling is. And look, if he's taken another step uh, again from last preparation, then uh, there's no reason why he can't mix it in the good races uh, coming up. Yeah, yeah. He's a mighty horse, isn't he? Uh, Morris Gelding now, of course. Um, yeah, Mazu. Uh, can't wait to watch that race now. Race five in Caulfield. Um, I've, I've liked Mumbai Jewel for a while and I know that uh, Mumbai Jewel has struggled so far this prep, ran seventh last start at Mooney Valley, up in distance a little here, uh, and and I'll just go with it. Um, Annabelle Neesham, uh, Zara on board, $9 with Bluebet. I'll have $50 each way. Race five, number seven, Linton. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Kiwi horse coming over. Um, she's lickety split. Um, obviously does have to carry the top weight, but I'm just not sure – um, the Phillies uh, this year, how strong they are, um, especially in this race. And um, I think we were talking earlier about the Sydney race. There's no real uh, standout Phillies around at the moment uh, besides in secret, but it's going down a different path. But, um, you know, I, I think um, it, Damien Lane here um, has a good record with the camp. Um, and I just think uh, she can, you know, she's got uh, a thousand guineas as the grand final, but she can win this on class alone. Yeah. What do you think of the thousand guineas uh, prelude, Matty? Yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't think it's a great um, bunch of fillies here, but which is why I again I'll probably go with the Kiwi. She's lucky split. I'm a little worried about how the horse does map though from that gate. There's a lot of speed probably inside her, and she just is barrier eight. I just hope she on that fourteen hundred meter start she doesn't get caught, you know, three deep no cover. But going back to the size produce in New Zealand, she's run seventh. That was her only flop. In that race, she the horse that ran second was Wolverine, and it's come out and and really run a really good race in the Silver Shadow against Sue Gotchard in secret. So perhaps this Kiwi form isn't as bad. Well, it's it's not going to be that bad actually, and um, I think it can win uh, five dollars fifty on Blue Bet. Um, Russian Conquest, they they're trying to avoid a heavy track. You got to remember Russian Con- Conquest um, did push Kulangata who just beat it um, last time in. And Revolutionary Miss and Boogie Dancer, these two will be better at 1,400 metres, but they really need the speed on to have a last crack. I worry that they'll run on well, but just not have things in their favour. So I'll, I'll stick with the Kiwi She's Lickety Split and have $100 on the nose for it to get up. Okay, and we'll go to race seven now, our final of the five races. Uh, Group one racing at Caulfield, Sir Rupert Clark Stakes over 1,400 metres. I was down uh, at uh, Cranbourne talking to Mick Price just the other week ago, and he really likes Ayrton. Um, Out of the four, five-year-old gelding, uh, $5.50 on Bluebet. Always attracts plenty of attention in the market, as we know. He's obviously got talent, and I just think that uh, $5.50, I'll have it straight on the nose of Ayrton to win the Rupert Clark Linton. Yeah, I'm. I'm sort of. Um, I'm happy to have fifty each way. Um, fifty to win, fifty the place on Tuvalu. Um, he was probably never really mentioned for this race. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, but um, I've just noticed Lindsay Smith has has decided to uh, roll the dice a bit, and and the the commentary around uh, Tuvalu is that he's going to be better. Um, you know, for other group uh, one race targets down the track. But, um, you know, he's going to have uh, residual fitness. His last um, start was 77 days ago. Um, and 
look, he's going to race on the pace and he's just been so solid um, each run last, uh, all this prep, um, you know, and and Lindsay Smith, I think, has identified that this probably isn't the strongest Rupert Clark, um, you know. However, um, I just, I'm wary of I wish I win as well. Mm. Um, if it does make the field, I would be changing my strategy um, to include it and I'd have a save a bet on Tuvalu. Um, however, um, yeah, for, for the reasons, you know, Tuvalu actually has a, a very good starting price against I'm Thunderstruck and we all know how good that horse is going. I think yeah. it was about $3.60 or, um, against I'm Thunderstruck and it actually ran very well. So, um, yeah, that's my play in the race. We're probably going to deal with a heavy track, would you say, down there, mate? Um by the by the weather yeah that's... potentially it's just it's hard to know what's going to happen on the on the day but um yeah it's going to be rain affected definitely uh, if, if it was going to be a dry track i'd be all over i am superman off he's running the lawrence stakes last start but he needs it he doesn't like it when it spits um yeah i, I, I mean how how the hell if 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 it gets on are they going to be i wish i win after what we saw last start um i know it's drawn wide but and hasn't won second up but i don't think that'll matter um compared to just luck in the running and if it, if it gets a start with luck in running it's just had its point in its career where it's going up and up and up um Ayrton, um i mean look at look at Ayrton. um first up four from four Track four from four. Those stats probably don't lie. Track and distance three from three. Um, Stradbroke horse, where it ran quite well. You've got to respect Ayrton, I think. Also, Showmanship has won here. Likes it wet. Third up, Peaks now. Oliver's on. And Tuvalu, yes. Uh, Tuvalu, what it, um, the wet track, I think, is what gives that horse the chance. Um, whether it's come too soon or not for a group one. Um, but it is a winner. I just think... I wish I win gets the run. It just comes out and and, and wins. So I'll have the $100 on it at $3.20 on Bluebet. Okie dokie. We'll do the quaddies next. Ah, what a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The Bluebet kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth raiders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebet, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. First leg of the Melbourne Quaddy, Linton. It is race six. Yeah, um, I'm going a little bit wide in the first leg. Um, I'm going with number one, Gold Trip. Number four, Shiraz. Number 10, Luna Flare. Number 11, Emissary. Number 13, Smoke and Romans. And number 14, Uncle Bryn. Uh, leg two, uh, I'm going with number 10, Showmanship. Number 15, Tuvalu. Number 17, Dragon Leap. And number 18, I Wish I Win. And if the 17 and 18 don't make the field, I'm, I'm just going to go skinny in that leg. Uh, leg three, race eight, uh, 
number one, Zapateo, um, down from Sydney, uh, and number four, Chain of Lightning. I just think she can just win again uh, based on what she did last start. Uh, leg four, uh, race nine, number one in the boat, number four, Serides, and number 12, Rose Quartz. All right. Well, there's your quaddie, um, the four races. Give them strength. Matty, what about you, starting with the George Main? You've already given us your thoughts there. Yes, well, I'll make that quick. I, you know, um, I'll have um, number one, Zaki, and three, Adamo in. And it's not going to surprise you. I'll have number 10, Hinged in. Thank you. At $18. Yes, of course. What about the shorts? The shorts, I think you just go... One, two, Nature Strip, Edward. I don't see anything beating them, so we'll save, we'll get a bit of uh, percentage up there, mate. Yeah, race nine is the third leg of the Sydney Quaddy, the Furphy Kingston Town Stakes. Yeah, I've got to have Knight's order in um, and Stockman. I want to give Stockman another chance at $10. Nice double figure odds there. Um, and Benno has to be going in. i got no doubt about that. And I think I'll just leave those three, and I think Benno's primed to win, especially with Gold Trip out. Your final leg of the quaddy is race 10, the Morata Cerebral Palsy Alliance Trophy at 5.15. Yeah, open race. Um, I really, really like um, Kinlock here, $16. Um, the stats all in its favour. Bowman, I know it's drawn wide, but I really think it's well over the odds in the last race. Mautai as well, um, being ridden off the speed now is much better horse third up. Um, and I think, Larkspur Run deserves a crack and Starman, but I think we get some value there in the last. So we'll go numbers 4, 5, 11 and 12. like it. All right, we'll have our best bet next. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. All right, best bet for me, I'm going to be a little bit biased, but I actually think it'll win. Um, it's a horse I've got a small share in, Prince Nakoni, race one in the highway in Sydney. It's out of the one, drawn to do no work, Tim Clark on board. It's around that $6 mark on Blue Bet, and I think, uh, yeah, I think he'll get the job done. I think it's an improving track, should get to a six, and uh, finished a narrow second to Opal Ridge, a very, very handy filly just two weeks ago. So that's where my best is, Matty. I'm staying at Randwick, as you can imagine. I just think, I know it's $2.15. I think Nature Strip just is going to come out and win the shorts and then confirm his odds-on favouritism for the Everest. So that would be my best bet. Yeah, I think it's a great bet, that I really do. What a horse. What a big, muscly, brilliant horse he is. What about you, Linton? Yeah, I'm actually going uh, to the Gold Coast uh, and I'm getting it out of the way early in race one, a horse called Yiska. It's also number one. Um, It is drawn wide um, in the sprint race over 1,200 metres, but I think with the speed in the race, uh, he's going to have no issue crossing uh, to sit outside of the leader um, or if they decide um, to not challenge him in the lead, he could actually uh, just uh, sit outside there. Um, but he was just so dominant last preparation and he was winning, um, you know, by lengths and, and eased, eased down on the line. And look, he's trialed really well in readiness for this. Um, he has to give weight to the others as, as being the top weight, um, but I doubt it's going to stop him. Um, and I just think he's going to be too good in this field. 
um, yeah, pretty keen. Absolutely love racing on the GC. Yes, it's very good. That's it for what I'm back in. Why make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Matty. Bluebet, the wholly owned Aussie bookie. Linton, you nailed it today, mate. Thank you so much. Thank you, Matt. And have a great week, boys. See you guys. See you guys. Building Resilience Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience Podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience Podcast on your favorite podcast app.